The Talking Point on SAFM. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Eleven after eleven, you are listening to the Talking Point. My name is Ola Dixon. This is the Tuesday edition of the show. So, in the final hour of the show, we do the Municipal Watch. Last week, KG Moiketi, my colleague who stood in, um, started a conversation around complaints from businesses within the Metimahulu municipality in the Free State, complaining about irregular practices uh, and really tender corruption, they call it, within the Metimahulu municipality. Amongst the claims they make is that um, a tender was unduly awarded to a company called Unitrade um, or Unitrans, uh, trading as uh, Isidingo. Uh, they then claim that this company, Unitrade, um, which is a KZN-registered and based company, has no business receiving a tender in the Free State and in Metimaholu in particular. And certain businesses and complainants are making claims uh, that this company has ties to the municipal manager um, and has ties to other political actors uh, and therefore they received preferential treatment. But they also then claim this is not the only instance where they have uh, identified this and that there are a slew of other instances where they are excluded from being awarded tenders within the municipality by the municipality Um other claims, they, they often, uh, some complainants say uh, that the response is often that you guys do not have the capacity. They then rebut that and say, but you're not doing anything to help us become uh, capacitated to be able to deliver the goods and services that is required. To the exclusion of local businesses, uh, the municipality says, well, within the MFMA and the relevant procurement, uh, the Finance and Procurement Acts, uh, we award the tenders, and what we do is we uh, negotiate with, and we often encourage uh, the principal attender, uh, the principal service provider, or that we have awarded a tender to, to employ local people and to partner with and subcontract local businesses uh, to proliferate, I guess, dividends and to make it as um, you know open as possible, so that many people uh, can benefit from it. So, to to have this conversation with me. I'm joined by Kuluha Debe, a business sector representative in Metimahula. I'm also going to be joined by the municipal manager, Advocate Liepa Mufukeng, uh, at the Metimahulu municipality, the municipal manager there. And uh, Posankum Simanga uh, will also join us at this conversation at some point. He's the EFF provincial secretary in the Free State. Kuluha Debe, I want to start with you. What really truly is the gripe of businesses, local businesses in the Metimahulu municipality? Where is the... Uh, preferential treatment located and where really is the crime if at all well thanks 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 uh, let me just start by saying we have an municipality that is not prepared okay can, can i just can i just pause you there kulu you 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 sound a little bit far away from your phone can i just ask that you speak much closer into your phone okay. <clears throat> i was saying we, we we have a municipality that is not prepared to assist its own community for starters there's a supply chain policy that I think if it can be corrected, it will deal with all these issues that you, we, we are raising on a daily basis. But nonetheless, again, you know, the issue of the security tender, I think it is important for, especially the parties involved in the municipality, to say ex exactly what happened. Because the understanding of the community is that there's going to be insourcing. And we don't see that happening. We are told that there are reports around insourcing, and the municipality has that. 
but they are, the municipalities, the officials are continuing with the process of uh, tendering this, 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 this business. And in that process, there is a deliberate attempt to exclude local people. Remember, this has been uh, re-advertised three times. On the third occasion, the local business people, you know, approached the municipality on this issue. For them to begin to have an understanding that says they will be accommodated in the process. But that never happened. Secondly, the, all these discussions took place during the, the, the terror of the, the previous MM. Whom our understanding is that there will be transfer of, you know, exchange of documents to say uh, the new MM, there is this, these issues were, were outstanding, and this is how far we are. But the, 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 the new MM did was to start the process all afresh. And he advertised the tender for three months. We are told that on the 78th day, the tender was, was stopped. And the, on a second occasion, by the, the new MM, it was re-advertised for 14 days, which is, in our understanding, of the, 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 the supply chain policies and the PFMA. This was supposed to, it's an irregularity on the side of the MM to have, uh, you know, reduced the, maybe you'll explain, you'll have reduced the dates for the tender process, for the tender document. And again, it is to us, it is very worried that on the eve of the advertisement of this tender, important officials are, are beginning to be suspended. Maybe the MM will also explain why they were suspended. They were students from the whole process. The last one is that the specification, if you look at the specification of the two previous tenders, and the specification now, it is completely different. The, the last thing again is... What, what are those differences? Look, the, 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 the current, the current uh, uh, specifications does not, does not clear in terms of uh, the 50%. What it is for local, what it is for youth, what it is for uh, military, but it, it, it does say military veterans. And the categorization of the 30%, as you understand it, it includes the military veterans, it includes women, it includes the youth, it includes disabilities. Mm. But in this case, there was a specific one, and specific advice to say military veterans. It never gave, you know, the opportunity to local structures. So it did is, the previous uh, tender, um, uh, um, the tender documents have that specification in, and was it clear? Yes, they were very clear. But this one is not clear. I'm not, I don't know whether the MM is aware of that. Okay. There are nothing surprising about this tender process. Some companies, when they wanted to buy the tender document, one it was, it was just a copy and paste. And when we asked why this is a copy and paste, I'm saying copy and paste because the date, the closing date was wrong. And they only corrected it when I went to the municipality to say, companies are unable to beat. Because the tender document on the website, they did, the closing date is wrong. And they started uh, changing the tender document. When we asked, we were told that, no, no, this thing was done by the MM itself. It was not the relevant department which is supposed to ensure that things are going the right way. The tender document, the tender certification. Here I'm talking about myself because I went there. And we discovered this, the tender document on the website, the date is wrong. It's also did as well. Mm. 
What what was the closing date on the tender document and what was the closing date on the website? Because it was a new tender, you're supposed to be a, a new date, you know, which has which has a provision of 30 days. But the one that was on the website, it was I think it was around September or so, which was which was the last update that was on the website. The same tender document that was there, it was not a copy and paste situation. Okay. So it means that the new tender document had the wrong date. Yeah. Okay. Let's pause it there. Uh, but before I speak to the to, to, to the MM, I want to circle back to your first point. Tell me what the supply chain policy is, because your first claim was that the supply chain policy is not being implemented. What does the policy say and which parts of the policy do you say do you claim to not have been implemented? The 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 Mezima role of supply chain policy is not clear on localization. Let me explain to you our understanding of localization. Localization has categories. It will be localized in terms of South Africa for any company that wants to trade or bring products in their country. Now, preference will be given to local companies in the procurement of any service in their country. Now, when it comes to the provinces, it will, it will, it will begin to say, it will begin to say the province. And so it goes down to say the municipality. But the separation of our own municipality is not clear. The same with other municipalities that are very very clear on the issue of localization. Mm. You mm. know, when you, when you go to Enflam, the Enflam separation process is very clear. When you say local, local we mean uh, Enflam local municipality. When you go to Masilo municipality, when you go to Machado municipality, they are very clear. And we've been saying to the municipality, can we have this, this discussion on the issue of localization so that we are very clear? Because our understanding is that it must start acting with the local communities, which is the Timahono community. Mm, mm. Okay, let's pause it there. Uh, Advocate Lieba Mufukeng, Municipal Manager at the Mitimaulu Municipality, thank you for joining us. Before we speak about the specific tender involved, which is the uh, security tender. Let's start there with the supply chain policy and let's start uh, 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 with that localization uh, aspect thereof. What is the localization uh, uh, policy as far as the supply chain policy is concerned? Greetings to you, Oliver, and uh, my colleagues there who are panelists. Uh, can, can I just pause you there, MM? We can't hear you too clearly. You sound very, very soft. Can I just ask that you speak directly into the phone? Well, um, I... That's I've better. my phone up. Is it better now? Much, much, much better. All right. Thank you. Greeting to you and the, the panelists uh, and uh, the listeners of FAFM. Yes, I need to confirm that the municipality has a supply chain uh, policy in place, and um, we align our supply chain policy with that of uh, the all other laws that are uh, enforceable within the country. And our understanding of what is uh, uh, locality in terms of identifying uh, companies, uh, we obviously would say that uh, according to the Constitution, um, South Africa belongs to everybody who lives in it. And in terms of supply chain or procurement uh, uh, policy that we implement, we regard any local companies within South Africa as a local, we do not specifically have a um, local, uh, we do not interpret local to 
uh, reduce it to a jurisdiction of the municipality. But however, the municipality is committed in empowering the local uh, economic uh, companies around the municipality. Or like, look, it's committed to its policy on um, supply chain management to ensure that it also consider local economic uh, development. So our uh, local companies are really close to our heart to ensure that we empower them. And of course... Can, uh, I, can I just pause you there? Uh, I want to understand. Local to you means within the parameters of South Africa as far as the policy is concerned. But as yes. far as your politics is concerned, local means within the municipality. As far as? Local to you, local development means within the municipality. But local in the in the in the policy in the supply chain policy means all companies in south africa is that That's the distinction correct, yes. that you make yeah Wh- yes, why yes. i mean when we deal with them when you look into the local economic development we would think of the um, municipal and um, the towns around the municipality and on uh, and and, and the townships around the municipality. That's how we can be able to look into our local economic development. But okay. when we implement the supply chain management policy, which has to be in line with the all laws of the country, including the constitution of the supreme law of the country, will obviously interpret it as to how the constitution interprets locality. Yeah. We will not deviate from that. Is yeah. so so just very quickly before we move on from this Kuluka Debe claims that uh, when you look at the supply chain policy of other municipalities, mm-hmm. to them, local means within the jurisdiction of the municipality. It doesn't mean broadly companies within South Africa. Do you understand that to be a standard practice? No, I, I would not agree with him. And uh, I would really appreciate that if he can really come into a public participation that I held that municipality to bring forth such argument. Because before the municipality go to council, approve its policies and bylaws, there is public participation and it is really it will really assist to have people like him to put this forward so that we can actually uh, get his input considered when we adopt our policies. But coming to the municipality, okay, okay. Okay. I'm not in there to change policies of right. the municipality if they are still found to be aligned to the with the law. And if there is maybe something that else that the member of the community would want to bring into the policy. That can be considered in our public participation. But as we stand now, our policy is in line with the law, and okay. uh, we, we have not contravened any law of the country, or we have not actually omitted to consider other aspects of the law which could favor our local uh, companies. Okay, I'm going to pause you there. Kulu, I want to give you an opportunity to respond to that specific point. Well, look, uh I will repeat again that we have a different view in terms of how the MM understands localization and how we understand it. But it also goes with the appetite, you know, of the institution to see its own community, especially at the level of economic development for for the necessary jobs that need to Sorry, Kulu, your, your, your line just went bust on us there. Do you, do you maybe want to repeat that last sentence there? No, I'm saying it can be correct that every time when there are opportunities for local people, the municipality will be, you know, will, will, be expedi- will apply the expediency policy to say, don't know that we are bound by this and that. Okay. Yes, when, when, when other municipalities are able to deliver and so that their own local community 
Okay. Just, just maybe, just maybe importantly, uh, the distinguishing factor I understand as being explained by the municipal manager is that within the LED policy, local development means companies within the jurisdiction of the of the of the uh, municipality. But within the supply chain policy, local means within the parameters of South Africa. The MM is merely but a implementing agency of the policy and the bylaws as they exist. Policy is made and bylaws are made in council. Have you again engaged the speaker of council and the council structures and processes? Yes, we, we did. Uh, our engagement with the municipality started as far as 2016. And we don't understand why the municipality, to this date, they are unable or they don't have any interest of changing that financial policy to ensure that one benefits the local people right. who it creates the necessary jobs Okay. Uh, Bosanko, I want to bring you into the conversation here. On the issue of the supply chain policy and localization, do you have a comment and a position? Sure, I have. Actually, I have a comment on the on the policy. Uh, the whole policy has to align itself with Section 217 of the Constitution of Republic of South Africa. Uh, which says uh, when an organ of state uh, contracts for goods and services, it must do so in accordance with principles of fairness, equitability, transparency, competitiveness, and cost effectiveness. There's, around that policy of Metimaolo, there's lack of fairness. Because it can be when other municipalities are to implement the same policy. The interpretation of locality will mean their jurisdiction. That, that's the understanding of uh, locality. It should include, locality in terms of Metimaulu should include Tijon Strait, Sasolbeck, Zambela, Orange, Kutu, and Metimaulu. That should be an interpretation. If the policy indeed does not talk to that, the, the lawmakers at the level of Metima um, will have responsibility to ensure that at all material times there are policies attaching masses from here to two. Uh, because they are public representatives. They are not representing their judges. They are representing our people. Clearly there's outcry. And this outcry is justifiable. We need to attend to it. Equally, MM must recommend to the lawmakers to say we have a loophole here. We need to tighten our screws. That's an understanding that I have around this issue. Okay. I'm going to have to pause you there and but just take uh, a quick break. Uh, it is half past 11. Let's take your news headlines with Dinoa Mutaung. Oliver Dixon on SAFM. We continue the conversation here on the talking point. We uh, stuck right now in the in the question around the supply chain policy and its uh, and its view on localization within the Metimahulu municipality. Uh, uh, MM, I just want to ask you this question: Would you and would the tender awarding board, the tender committee, would it be breaking the law? Would it be going against the constitution? And would it be violating the PFMA and MFMA if it were to interpret? localization as to mean companies within the jurisdiction of the Metimaholu municipality? Well, I would say that it will, by excluding other competitors, 
it will do so. It will be contravening the law. And I don't, I would not at this stage uh, want to take uh, that risk of wanting to place a municipality into a position where it can face litigations uh, that in, in itself will not be able to defend in line with the law. But I think I agree with what the leader of the EFL has said in that the lawmakers of this municipality perhaps would need to review its policies and see as to how other neighboring municipalities could have such clauses if they are, because I'm still adamant that that would be in contravention of the law. I would want to see uh, how that would be possible that other municipalities would actually interpret locality in the manner in which uh, my, my colleagues are saying. But if the law is I'm submitting, firmly stand that South Africa belongs to everybody who lives in it, and uh, locality therefore falling within the companies within, and interpretation falling within the, uh, the meaning that companies within South Africa as local. Uh, I would not be able to, to, re- to, to, to reduce locality or to escalate to the, the, the um, yeah, put it to a point where I would want it to yeah. simply say Mahulu local company. Okay. But if the law does allow um, it, I meet Oliver right now here on the radio, but I would definitely be the one who ran with the whole thing uh, to cancel to say, can we perhaps have this clause uh, and dots into our supply management policy if there is such and uh, we are willing our doors are open for members of the public business uh, community to come to the municipality and bring forth such legislation piece of legislation or policies that they think the, uh, uh, we are not covering or we are not considering uh, fairly to for the uh, community of Metima Hall. I personally would ensure that this is taken to council for our policy to be reviewed and endorse such clauses. Okay, uh, moving on from that, let's get to the specifics of uh, the particular tender in question here. Just before I get into that, I want to ask you this question. Can you, from a process perspective, describe to us how tenders are determined, how it's been put out to the public, uh, how the tender board is assembled, or whether or not a tender board is assembled, uh, and who issues the tender? Is it your office, and is it your function as municipal manager, or is that something that the tender board and tender committee does? And then tell us about the compos- uh, composition thereof. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Yes, indeed. Can, can I just pause you there? Once again, you sound very far away from the phone. Can I just ask that you hold still and speak directly into the phone so we can hear you loud and clear? You advise me, uh, Oliver, but much um, better, my mouth much is better. Direct to the speaker. Okay, thank you. Yeah, basically, there should be a need. There should be a, a, a request that is made by an end user. In this regard, the end user will be the security cluster. And this security cluster, in terms of the organogram of the municipality, falls directly under the office of the municipal manager. That is the status quo. As much as there is a proposal that it might be moved under corporate, but as it stands, um, it falls directly under the office of the municipal manager. So the security cluster would make a request to the municipality manager to alert the municipal manager of um, the request for procurement, which then would lead to the municipal manager appointing an end user and then the end user would be the person who is expertise around the services that need to be procured. And in this regard, then the person uh, would indicate uh, what are the um, uh, um, uh, um, requirements for the for the tender to be issued, what should be um, 
prescribed for, 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 for the bidders. And obviously then the municipal manager already should be having those um, uh, certifications uh, committee um, and evaluation committees and these committees that deal with the tender processes. And it will then be for the municipal manager to authorize uh, the specification committee to sit and work around what would be the requirement that will actually suit uh, the, uh, the particular tender that uh, the municipality would wish to, to carry out. And in this regard, uh, because they had, it was a matter of another company having been on site before, and uh, now their mandate has expired or their appointment has expired, the municipality will have to obviously mirror itself to get itself whether the specification that is Oh, sorry, sorry, MM, MM. It seems like yes. you're moving around quite rapidly there, and there's no, quite oh, a lot of. I'm, seated. I'm sorry, Oliver. I'm seated and I my phone is directly to. Oh, okay, there we, th- thank so you so much. Now together. I can hear you again. Yes. So it is on this basis that this the, the, the committees will start sitting. Each committee will deal with its responsibility. As I indicated, the classification committee will assist in drawing up what should be the specification or requirement for the tender. And having drawn up the specification, uh, take it back to the municipal manager to authorize the specification so that uh, an advert can be uh, issued out and the advert will go out. Normally, the advert will be for 30 days in terms of supply chain management uh, act, and um, unless there are reasons as to uh, the ground that the municipal manager uh, have or can uh, provide as to why it should be lesser than that. And uh, in this particular regard, the tender, the first tender was issued for 30 days and for reasons that uh, I think one of the panelists... Okay, we, we, we'll, get to, we'll get to the specific tender. Okay. Uh, so after, okay. after the, 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 the tender has been uh, uh, advertised and you receive the bids, it goes to the bid committee? That's correct, yes. yes. It, it goes to the evaluation Who sits committee. on the bid committee and how is it uh, constituted? Uh, the municipal manager will obviously have people around the municipality whom he, he believes that they're competent um, and they are... Um, so, so you get to... So, so, so you as the municipal manager, I, so you yes. as the municipal manager, you get to appoint the bid committee? That's correct, yes, yes. How many yes. How many members are we talking about here? Uh, in, in, in particular, it depends on the, on the volume of... Um, tender in that you normally okay. have, but the committee consists of five people, but if we have a tender that has affected more uh, I mean, more bidders than we can, the okay. committee can handle, I increase the capacity of the, commit, of the committee. So, in this but specific in this tender is a security tender. It has been awarded to Unitrade, which trades as under the name Isitingo, based in KZN. Uh, before the tender was awarded, there was talks of insourcing as being claimed by Kuluha Debe. Were security officers to be insourced by this municipality? If yes, why did it not happen? Can you repeat that question? I'm sorry, Oliver. Were security officers to be insourced by the municipality? Uh, if yes, why did it not happen? All right. There was a resolution from um, the council resolution that actually... Um, uh, recommended that there should be an um, insourcing, and the municipal manager was um, uh, tasked with the responsibility of um, uh, appointing a service provider who can actually assist the municipality on um, how it possibly can uh, implement the uh, insourcing. And uh, the previous municipal manager, I, I must say, and the, uh, the finding from the services provider was that. 
the municipality of Metumamulu is not yet in a position to can insource in considering that it will have to comply with all laws that prescribe how much should be paid for security officers and all the other benefits. And looking at the threshold uh, of the salary that is paid into the municipality, we, we would then increase, we will be above the, 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 the limited threshold set by uh, the laws. That would um, be that we should not, our salary should not be more than 40% of the, um, the municipality budget. So we then could not uh, uh, contravene the law and we can could therefore the, the, the finding that the municipality will not be able to enforce. As a result, therefore, the municipality could not be in the position to enforce until it worked out in, with its budget to okay. ensure that it collects enough so that its budget can be able to, to accommodate more employment in the form of uh, security and enforcing. And over and above that, uh, the other bigger challenge is that the organogram itself was not speaking to insourcing. It did not have those positions that we must occupy, that we must fill for security. It's so, the, so, 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 so I understand it. Of January that will be tabling uh, uh, an organogram, which, among others, it includes security, and it is therefore that we, the municipality will, can be able to be in a position to insource. Okay, so the municipality currently doesn't have the capacity for legal and other reasons. Uh, yes, can you yes. just quickly, in a minute, justify us then the appointment of Unitrade, which trades as Isidingo? Why were they the best bidder? Well, um, it's obviously, um, firstly, would be their pricing. Uh, their pricing was, was characterized in, ter- in, ter- in the manner that it gives the municipality an opportunity to decide how many security it will take and how much uh, in terms of grading are they, really, are they paying or they are indicating as what would they be paying to their officials and the municipality then would be able to say for this particular post we need this particular type of security officers knowing how much it will be uh, it will be costing for the municipality and their experience as well when you look into the the company experience and references that where they've been uh, doing the work as well. It was one of the things that was considered. There are other compliance issues such as their tax issues and the, their guarantees with the bank that, you know, when you appoint security services, you must also be sure that you appoint a company that it has the financial stability in such a way that it will not in the future perhaps expose the municipality to a position where it cannot be able to perform yeah. financial challenges. And many others I can go on and okay. on. Okay. No, was there no company, no security company within Meti Mahulu that met these specifications? Uh, 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 one company, okay, let me just reduce it to, to provincial. There were only two companies which had tendered within the free state. And it, those companies are not even from McMahon. It's a Velcom and Bluefontaine uh, companies that have tendered uh, at the level of 70%. Remember, we required okay. that in, in the company that is appointed must have a 30% military uh, veteran compliant company. So the 70% would be for the main contractor. So out of the main contractor, only two companies from the free state, Velcom and Bluefontaine, and none from Social Bank. Uh, where Netmaholu is, or rather from Sosobek, uh, Denisville, or Orangeville, none yeah. from these uh, this three companies. But okay. the subcontracting, which is 30%, the, at least there's one company from Sosobek. But remember, now we're looking at the main, the main uh, company. So if the yes. main company Can does I... not comply, automatically the, sub, the subcontractor would not make it. Okay, I'm going to have to pause you there. Kulu, I want to give you the last minute to respond. You'll be only 
have a minute left. What's your responses to all of that explanation in detail given to us by the MM? Okay. I think the MM is economically with the truth. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very disturbing to hear that the person who is supposed to ensure that the local people are, are being developed is the one who is defending, you know, the indefensible here. I mean, as the MM, how do you sleep at night knowing that there's no local company that is benefiting, especially with the defense, especially with the categorization that they've just put or preferential process that they have put on the military veterans? And that in your own local municipality, there is no company that's qualified. Okay, that's it. Thank you so much for that. Really do appreciate it. That brings us to the end of the conversation. I assume that this has to be a conversation about how truly at a council level the supply chain policy is adjusted uh, for localization. So, uh, yeah, that's it. I wonder what you make of it. I'll take your reactions to that on Twitter. Tweet me at Oliver underscore speaking. And you can find me on Facebook, Oliver Dixon over there. That brings us to the end of the talking point today from myself, Levu and Kanya. Thank you so much for your time. It's been an honor and a pleasure. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 9 a.m.